Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the 288th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, story time. All right, story time. Story time. Sit back, relax, and listen. And this just happened. This probably just happened about 30 <laughs> minutes ago, maybe an hour ago. Super um, fresh. Super fresh. All right. So, don't mess up any details. Oh, don't worry. The devil is in the details. All right. Because uh, I was about to say, if this only happened like half an hour ago, do you have like half an hour of material for us? Or is yeah, this right? going to be like a 12-minute story? Uh, so we have been... So like a while ago, my mom... My mom always knew that I wanted a Le Creuset uh, Dutch oven. Um, it doesn't have to be. I mean, Le Creuset is a brand of Dutch oven. It's one of the more well-known brands of Dutch ovens. But like a Dutch oven, I'm sure you have one as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you love your Dutch oven. Don't use it very much. I won't lie. Don't use it very much. I don't, think, I don't think I've personally ever used it. Landy's used it a few times. Yeah. I like Dutch oven because of the material, the cast that it's uh, made out of. It's usually very heavy. Yeah, and, very heavy. Uh, yeah, and you can make everything, almost, almost everything in a Dutch oven, right? You can you can bake bread in the Dutch oven. You can make stews. You can, like, do a lot of things. Uh, I like searing steaks in it. Um, hmm. Anyways, so we have been on weekends to, like, sort of change things up because we usually do meal prep during the week. Uh, we usually try and uh, make, like, one new recipe a week to like sort of like keep things sort of somewhat exciting in the monotony of COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, we have been using, not using, but we've been going through binging with Babish and some of the recipes that they have there. Now we haven't graduated to like some of like the really intense recipes quite yet. Um, we're not making a beef Wellington. Uh, we're not doing like a lot of like really fancy things. Maybe one day we will, but certainly not right now. Um, what we started off with uh, was binging with Babish's one pot pasta things. So we tried making a lasagna, uh, like a deconstructed lasagna a few weeks ago. You know, we got a uh, sweet sausage uh, and then I'm, I'm sure like a ground meat could, could work as well, but there's like a bite to the sausage that we like. Uh, you do that with like a couple of cans of either diced tomatoes uh, and some other things in there. You get the sauce going. You're cooking the the, the sausage first, you, whatever meat you want to use, take that out, and then make the sauce with all of the uh, uh, the jus, if you will, the leftover sort of like meat juices, right? Yeah. Uh, you're getting that thing going, and then you toss the uh, you toss them. Sorry, the, the sausage back in. Now, what's great about the one pot pasta is because the sauce is starting to like uh, cook, you can just throw lasagna sheets in this thing. You don't have to pre-boil lasagna sheets. Uh, which is very surprising. But what you do have to do is break it up into like chip sizes or whatever. Um, and then that came out beautifully. There's like four kinds of cheese that we threw in there. Uh, it, it ended up working really well. You're not And to uh, Babish's credit, you're not going to win any awards for how it looks, but you will win awards on like how fast this came along for a weekday meal. And it was delicious. It was really delicious. So we were thinking, oh, well... This one video has three different 
recipes. So we said, let's try the beef stroganoff. Have you ever had beef stroganoff before? Yeah, I have, but not recently. Not recently. Yeah. Uh, and before I had it, I hadn't had uh, beef stroganoff in like years. I might have had it like once or twice in my life. So I was like, all right, let's try it. Um, we we tried it two weeks ago, and it came out beautifully. The way it works is you get uh, a flank steak or a skirt steak. So I think a skirt steak. Salt and pepper both sides. You sear it, you know, two minutes both sides. The idea is you want it a little bit rarer than you'd normally like it. I don't know how you like your steaks. I don't know if you still eat a lot of steak. I very rarely eat steak. Very rarely. Very, right? very, like, rarely. very, very yeah. rarely eat red meat. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. We're, we're on the same page. Uh, we, we eat very, very little red meat. Yeah. Um, but you know how, like, when you when you cook a steak, uh, you cook it and a couple of, you, know, you, don't, you don't mess around with it. You just let it, like, sit and sear, yep. right? Yep. Uh, I have I have ruined many a cut of meat just by like messing with it too much, like flipping it too much. You I was know, I feel say, like that's how guys flipping it. You just like you just giving it a little shake. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like guys. That's how guys learn to cook. It's like how many pounds of meat have you wasted or ruined because you couldn't be patient? Look, that's how you thought it worked. You sit there on the grill. You're like, oh, let me. Like, you, you you watch your dad grilling. You want to look like you know what you're doing. So right. you got so you feel like oh I gotta be I gotta actively be doing stuff so let me flip because that's what it looks like that's that's what looks active you don't want to just right. look at it and, and go away um and so you sear the steak uh, you take it out when it's a little bit uh, still on the rare side because what you do is you put it on a plate and then you cover in foil uh, and so like slowly keeps uh, cooking while you're doing the rest of the stuff. Um, you cut up some cremini mushrooms, uh, love them. and then I'm sorry, love them, love them. And so the way it works is once you take the uh, the meat, uh, the steak out, you put about two tablespoons of butter. You can really put as much butter as you want. Uh, the more butter, the better, obviously. Uh, and then you let it like sort of bubble up and melt and uh, create a nice foamy uh, sort of base and then you throw the mushrooms in and then you immediately pour salt on it because i have learned through watching not only babish but uh the oh geez what is the chef's name from uh, the bald guy the bald guy from uh that one cooking show i know this is super helpful uh alton Uh, brown no is he he bald um, i don't think he's bald is he let me see uh Bald. I'm just gonna search. Bald. Bald chef. chef. <laughs> top chef. Tom Calicchio. Uh. Um, uh, bald chef. Top chef. <laughs> One fish, two fish. Um, he has a video of like how to cook like a Michelin star uh, at home, and he he taught me that you need to cook mushrooms low and slow, similar to fish, where there's so there's a lot of uh, water that comes out of a mushroom yeah so what you need to do is you need to make sure that all that mushroom all the all that water evaporates so that there's browning on the mushroom so you're not eating like a like a mushy mess of mushroom now i know growing up that i when i used to cook mushrooms you throw it in it's like there's all this water you sort of just deal with it um but learning now that you actually just got to be a little bit more patient and let it burn off a little bit that uh that sort of like made a little bit more sense to me. So you do that. Uh, the the salt certainly helps the water like come out of the mushroom. 
And then once you start to see some browning, you throw half uh, half a large white onion diced, throw that in there, cook it for about like two minutes, so start to let it sweat, and then throw paprika, uh, some some freshly picked thyme. Oh uh, no! Before you do that, you gotta de uh, no. You do that until it's toasted. The paprika will toast really quickly, and then the key here is you gotta use white wine, a cup of white wine to like deglaze the pan, right? Yeah. Before you throw in like two cups of uh, chicken stock. Here's here's the issue. Before you cook something, you ought to know what you have in your home to make the thing. Oh man. Yeah. Don't I know? Uh, it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> once you start cooking, you start I, cooking, I feel like I feel like once you start cooking, you're you're committed. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I'm not about like turning off the stove, running out the to the house, grocery store. Pick, it's like nah, we're, we don't have any onions. What do you mean we don't have onions? Because tonight we didn't have onions, Reza. Was that really it? That was one. Well, no, that wasn't the only uh, thing. That was. <laughs> uh, we didn't have onions. Uh, we actually <laughs> went to the store earlier today to like get mushrooms because we tried making it last night but the other pack of mushrooms that i uh that i had when i opened it there was a lot of mold in it Oof. and i was Oof. like all right this is this is no good i bought this two days ago really uh, yeah but you can't return food during covid yeah, now, of course you, you can't know? yeah so get your um, money back yeah right <laughs> could you imagine uh, returning some moldy mushrooms yeah they'd be like, like uh <laughs> sir. Yeah, throw right. them back on the shelf um and so we went to go get uh, mushrooms, but I totally forgot uh, onions. And so figured, all right, no onions, not the worst, um, not ideal. But, uh, you know, obviously when you start cooking something, garlic and onion, the whole house smells fantastic. And you're like, what are you making? It's like, I, I haven't made anything yet. It's just garlic and yep. onion. Yep. Sort of like just like priming the, priming the olfactory senses to be like, yeah, it's about to go down. Um, so no onion, fine. You know, paprika, thyme are still going. And then it's like, oh, we need the white wine to deglaze the pan. And I go, we need a cup of white wine. And then Carolyn goes, we don't have any white wine. I go, oh, like, well, what can we substitute now? it with? Yeah, right. And then we found out when we searched, like, you know, white wine substitutes. It's the first, uh, you know how like when you search Google, sometimes like if there's like a well-known answer, there's like that top area yep. that they just give you the answer. Yep. Um, well, that they, that said, uh, they were they were referencing this website called thekitchenin.com or something like that, and they were like, you can use white wine vinegar. Uh, I was like, all right, great. Uh, no, like you don't have to do nothing. It's a it's a straight port. So we poured in. Uh, a whole cup that we needed of the white wine vinegar and we put in the stock we started let it uh we threw in the pasta we cooked you know there's a little bit of, you take a little bit of the liquid out to mix it in with some sour cream and the idea is once the uh pasta is like sort of getting close there should be very little water left you pour in the sour cream to really like cream the uh, the pasta up and then you t- turn off the heat and you put the steak back into the pot. You put the lid on, um, and it cooks for another like five to ten minutes, and then you're set to go. I went to go taste it, and it's like super acidic, dude. It's oh, like no. you know, like you gotta like it's almost like uh, like chokes in the back of your throat. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, something's wrong. Now I knew when I took the white wine vinegar out. I smelled it. And I go, oh, this is because I remember smelling the white wine, the cook oil, the 
they're cooking white wine or whatever that we had before and i was like oh okay you know i i get it um it tastes like white wine or it smells like white wine gone a little sour but not not vinegar sour and so i smelled it when i gave it to the camera because i didn't think too much i was like mm, that's a little strong i, I hope we're, we're gonna be okay but the whole thing was in a sense like way too acidic and so i was like all right well let's look and then it turns out in that website that said that you could do a straight port i click on the comments and then the first cut with the second comment goes uh and i'll read it to you here uh, a key point missing from the suggestion of using any variety of vinegar is that it needs to be diluted you can't use equal parts of vinegar to uh... some wine unlike broth where equal parts substituted is fine i use one part vinegar plus three parts water and so if we needed a cup reza I would yeah. need to essentially do one quarter cup red wine, uh, white wine vinegar, and then three quarter cup water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But because we used one full cup of vinegar, we needed, in a sense, three cups of water. And so what should have been a creamy pasta, which is like way too watery, but also because it had been cooking in it for so long that essentially the vinegar had like cooked its way into every element now we were able to salvage it and by salvage it i mean edible but it wasn't it wasn't too good i'm not gonna lie it wasn't it was too good tonight passable. it passed you could eat it you yeah, could eat yeah. it but you know so you know the the hard lesson here is uh before you want to make something make sure you have everything you need um and that, you know, if you're going to substitute anything to just do, like, another look-see to be like, all right, do we have everything? Do we have everything we need? You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I will yeah. say, that's uh, it's really tough to do that when you know, like, when, like, this is just a thing that you make and you know it really well. You're like, oh, of course I have this stuff. And then you go to make it and you realize, oh, I'm missing something, like the onions. That's what uh-huh. happens to me. Um when I was in Seattle, even I remember, I can't remember, I don't remember what I was missing, but I remember going to, to make the food and I threw the onions on. I think I was out of like tomatoes. So, so I fried the onions and I went to go get the tomatoes. And I didn't have any tomatoes. So I had to like, um, <laughs> I had to stop, like just shut everything off and just run over to the grocery store, literally run over to the grocery store because it was like five minutes, five, 10 minutes away mm-hmm. to get the tomatoes and then come back and resume. But it sucks. Like, it does. I'm always thinking, like, can I get away? Can I get away yeah, without, right? this next, without this trip? Because, yeah. The answer is no. No, probably not. You uh, don't want to. Right. And so, you know, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Because the, the thing is, it's honestly a great recipe. It's just, if you don't make it right, then obviously it's not going to come out well. Right. Um. So that's that's sort of the the end all be all the story that what because fortunately and unfortunately we have like a base a line understanding of how it's supposed to taste because we've made it before where we had all the recipe ingredients and so you know sort of understand what we're looking for um, not this time obviously yeah well I'm I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm uh I'm glad that it was it was edible in the end. At least yeah, you didn't right. have to throw it away. That's true. Um, but not not the not the ideal scenario. 
I get Certainly that. not the ideal scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's a quick story that I wanted to uh to tell you. Yeah. Appreciate you sharing. Uh, I will say, oh, I got an email that said that uh, the the gift that I got you, well, I, I didn't get you. I yeah, got you didn't get me anything. Um, I didn't get you nothing. Yeah. You're a grown-ass man. Uh, <laughs> it's on its way. Wow, already? Yeah. So, I don't, I, I thought I saw it in here somewhere. Um, thought wrong. It's already on, it's on its way. I was like, all right, well, maybe it's Hammond with one M. It's um, nuts. Yeah, I, I I like triple checked before I hit uh, that I spelled your name, <laughs> last name. Yeah, that would that be pretty uh... <laughs> tragic. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe there will be a yeah. It says your items have shipped. Attention, Reza Hammond, Sandy's. Uh oh. Why is my name on this as well? <laughs> I should sure oh, be God. fine as long as you got the address. <laughs> as long as you got the address right, that's I all that matters. I got the address. It's literally. I, I'm gonna, it's I'll literally. Send you a, I'm, send you a I'm not in an apartment or anything like that. It, it should. It should show up here just fine. They don't care. Yeah, right. They don't care who uh, lives here. They don't even. Yeah. They don't even ring our doorbell half the time. They just. They just put the thing down. and They leave. Yeah. It's really disrespectful. <laughs> we have a camera. So like, we have you a camera. Can hear me. And like, I'm and, inside. Yeah. Right. Like, everyone's home. There's all these cars here. You don't ring the doorbell. Um. I have a camera, and so like I'll I'll get like a motion alert outside, and I'll look at the I'll look at the uh, at the activity that happened, and it'll just be a, a delivery guy, like an Amazon or Fed, it's always FedEx. U- UPS is always good. FedEx guy right is like walking over, puts the thing down, and just leaves. Yeah. Like it happened earlier today. I see the guy just he puts he puts the thing down. The box was completely battered up. By the way, I took pictures of it because it was that bad. The box had um. It was. I wouldn't have been surprised if the item just fell out of the box because the box was mostly open. The tape had like come undone on along like three quarters of the top of the box. It was like a really thin box. It was only holding a um, a uh, a curtain rod, and so I was like, I, I I wasn't sure if the thing was inside of it. I don't know. That's. I mean, thankfully. That's not something that we have to deal with quite yet, but I, um, when you say something like this, I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's it's not, it's not too bad. I mean, it doesn't happen all like, I I, it, I literally said every time. It literally is every single time with FedEx, but we don't get a lot of FedEx deliveries. Most of the time, we get things. It actually comes from like USPS or UPS, and they're pretty good about it. They're pretty good about ringing the doorbell. I think the only times they don't is if they are they know our house and they just don't want to hear the damn dog barking. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Um. How is uh? How's your weekend? Weekend was was uh was pretty good. What did I do yesterday? Um. Yesterday I woke up. I was able to get a bike ride in the morning, which was nice. And uh, I guess I, sp- I probably spent most of my day with Gordon. I I can't really remember what I did yesterday. Today I know for sure that I spent the whole day with Gordon because I was exhausted. I I'm I, I am exhausted. I was exhausted all day. He so Lane has been working. So his birthday is in a in two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's why he sent over a gift for him. And Lane is prepping for like the bir- the birthday events that evening or the that day. And so she was um she was up to really late last night with her mom. They were like you know designing shirts and doing whatever else they're doing 
And so I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll definitely be on Gordon duty in the morning. So I went to bed relatively early. I was up in bed, you know, by midnight last night, which is fairly early for me, at least for a weekend. And so I, uh, he woke up at 6 a.m. And, um, yeah, woke up at 6 a, no, 6.30 a.m. And so we've been up ever since, or at least I was up ever since with him. I expected him to take a nap. He's, he's a two nap. He's a two twice a day napper like almost every day he's like clockwork he's not not like clockwork but but predictable in the sense that he's going to take two naps a day and so at uh at about 10 which is when we originally wanted to do the, to do the podcast we had stepped out of the house really quick took a super quick trip we're out in and out within like 20 minutes right so he slept on the way there on the way to the store and on the way back and so at top like tops he slept for about 20 minutes in the car and thought he was gonna go to sleep he, he did not go to sleep he he, he was screaming like when, when i put him down i sent you the picture of him standing mm-hmm. in, his, in, in his playpen or his crib um because He's not having it he wasn't yeah he was not trying to go to sleep so you know got him out of bed took him back downstairs we're just kicking it um <laughs> like he's he's crawling all over the floor playing with his toys and i'm just on the ground like half asleep most of the time um, we're like playing with him too, but it's just tiring. It's just tiring doing that for, for the whole day. And then, uh, that continued through. He took a super brief nap at about three. And, uh, I expected him to be sleeping for like an hour and a half to two hours, especially given that that morning nap was about 20 minutes long, but he only slept for about 40 minutes. So he and I were pretty like, you know, in like up and, and about, you know, me holding him. And he mm-hmm. was kind of in a grumpy mood, especially in the afternoon. So we're just dealing with that. So that was that was today. So I'm definitely an exhausted boy tonight. Um, just kind of uh, running on fumes and adrenaline right now. Not much, ca- not much caffeine in me. That was uh, yeah. early in the morning. Do you find yourself going to bed earlier? No, no. I actually. <laughs> so what's happen- <laughs> What happens is, uh, I, I um, when he goes to sleep, it's like, all right, cool. Like I get my t- like. Uh, it's a uh, what? It's it's. It's like my. It's finally I get my time to like do whatever I want to do. It's like if I want to yeah. hang with Lena, or I want to play video games or whatever. It's like all right, he's asleep. I can do whatever I want. Anything that I want to do, at least you know within reason, in, inside the house, I can do it. And uh, when so I can only do that when he's asleep. So once he goes to bed, it's like all right, cool. I got to turn up now. <laughs> I got I got to do what I can what I have to do to turn up in the evening so most of the time i find myself staying up much later than i should and because he wakes up so early it's just like it sucks because even though i don't need to start working like you know i don't have a two-hour commute anymore so i don't have to, i i don't have to wake up at 6 a.m or 5 45 whatever time i was setting my alarm back in the day but i oftentimes find that that's exactly when i'm waking up because that's when gordon likes to wake up oh okay Right. Yeah, so not doing myself any favors by not going to bed early, that's for sure. Yeah, you're burning the candle on both ends. No, tonight I think I'll um tonight I think I'll go up a little early. Um, you know, I'll probably try to sneak some type of video game in before I go to bed just to feel like I got a little bit of personal time. Got today, a little but, bit. Yeah, just a, just a touch. Yeah. Like I was telling you before we signed on, I haven't and I haven't played duty in like a week or two now. And um that was like a staple. Now, granted, that's also because I've been playing Final Fantasy VII, but um, it's also just because I haven't really been able to play as much, like, so. Um, yeah, I've been, I think the game that, like, makes me chill the hardest is probably Forza Horizon 4. 
Yeah. The, the thing, there's an interesting multiplayer because like the way that it works is it uh it it loads you into sessions with other players, right? So the good news is they can't like mess with you because the second they get closed, they become a ghost car, so you can drive right through them. I see. I I don't think oh. I realized that. I played a little bit of that game, but yeah. So it's like super easy to just like do whatever you want. Every though, the, what's interesting is Forza Horizon. For every hour on the hour, and five minutes before, they say that there is the the live event, and mm-hmm. there is an area on the map that you got to make to uh, get there by. Uh, so that at the hour, um, there's three. It's like a 15 minute session. You have you have 15 total minutes to complete it, but there's three different challenges you got to do. Three stages. And you work with whoever's there to get through it. So it might be a speed trap where, you know, you you're trying to blow past the uh, the reader, uh, the 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 tracker, or whatever, uh, right? But, but as fast as you can, and then it adds up everyone's miles per hour to a certain point. So it might be like, all right, you got to drive over to the speed trap, and then you have to get like ten thousand miles per hour. So you just you just do it, you oh, know, wow, like okay. you, you fly yeah. through it, I fly through it. It's a sum. You get it done pretty quickly. And then there might be like a drift zone where you've got to score drift points. Everyone adds their things, or it might be like you have to fly off this ramp and then you add the total distance up to a certain point. It's really easy with a large group. Uh, I once got caught with like only one other person. They quit on me. So it was like really hard <laughs> to sort of finish it. It's um, like a public event in, in uh, Destiny. I was going to exactly. say, I wonder if they normalize it to the amount of people that are yeah. that are like playing it and giving at I any think given so. time. I think but, so. Okay. Um, because I played the most recent one I did, there was like twenty people in the session, and like we flew through it pretty quickly. Um, so it, it's nice, and then you get like a couple of Forza Horizon points or whatever. You might get like thirty or forty a session, and then you can use that to like buy stuff. Um, uh, every week, uh, the season changes, so it's like spring, summer, winter, fall, and the like weekly challenges change as well. So you might have uh-huh. to do like a series of off-road races or a series of this or that or what have you and then the more of them you do you might unlock a car you might unlock a wheel spin or something and all this to say that it's like the most relaxed game that i'll play because it's like i'm not like farming kills or nothing in duty right or i'm not yeah. playing Warzone and you're getting the sweat on it's like nope. no i'm just gonna i'm just driving around i'm like you know there's this one i think i sent you a video of this one guy doing forza horizon at that really insane dude um he, I'll watch his videos and he'll tell me like the best cars to get. And I have a couple million that I've like uh, saved up just from doing the races or whatever. And so I'll like buy one, I'll trick it out, and then just like drive around in like a Ferrari or whatever. It's like it's it's, it's like super chill, you know? Yeah. Um, if I like, you know, I'll find like a speed trap, so I have to like drive like this one stretch of road really quickly, and then like if you miss it, just go back, and it's you can turn off the music, so I can like talk to Carolyn, or I could just like listen to a podcast or whatever. It's like right my i guess like the source of my fun and relaxment relaxing uh, relaxation is the word uh is not in the hand of someone else yeah i think you know what warzone is is sort of the you and i playing fortnite right where you and i just we have to do so much and you could play your best game but it might not matter sometimes and i just don't think that we're always looking for that kind of like adrenaline rush yeah, no, I'm very much with you on that one. I, uh, yeah, I feel like I've been, I've been super, I've been able to just kind of chill out with the games lately, yeah. and um, the games that I've been able to play lately, 
and feel like feel like I'm actually unwinding a bit and did right. not like yeah I love I love playing multiplayer like multiplayer and and having that common goal of trying to be you know trying to be the best in a session you know to beat everybody else beat the competition I like that however there are those occasions where I'm just like yo I need a not really trying to do that today just trying to yeah. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to you know I don't, I'm, if I'm equating it like the same sport I'm just trying to shoot around today you know like shoot the basketball no competition nobody else on the other side not not like sprinting across the court doing my you know trying to be the best just want to enjoy myself shoot around take a load off right um anyways I know we can keep it short because we're recording this pretty late uh you just want to end it right here yeah that sounds good all right cool all right well I'm Russell I'm Sandy thanks so much for listening make sure you have what you need when you're cooking a new recipe. <laughs> Alright, see you guys next week.